0: Welcome back, everybody. This is Bob Gilligan of the Catholic Conference of Illinois, and thank you for listening or viewing our program here today. Uh, It is the Feast of the Assumption, uh, the 15th of August, but uh, unfortunately we had to uh, tape this program earlier, so we are not live, but uh, nevertheless still quality radio and video, I say. Um, So with us on the line right now, we have uh, Carlos Dejada. He is the founder of something called the Mercy Tree Adventures, and we're going to talk to Carlos a little bit about that and also about the importance of marriage in our culture. Unfortunately, Carlos can't be with us on the video screen because I think he's out uh, doing his job uh, somewhere. So, Carlos, can you hear me?
1: Hi, Ken. Thanks so much, Bob.
0: Thank you. Well, we can see your uh, bright, shining face on the video screen here, so we do can find out what you look like. Uh, but uh, <laughs> we can't see you live. Um, nevertheless, we'll forge we'll forge ahead. Carlos, tell us a little bit about uh, what Mercy Tree Adventures is.
1: Yeah. Thanks so much. We strive to bring sacred scripture alive through adventuresome activities. Uh, we believe that the grace that's available to us um, in God's life through the sacraments uh, requires kind of doubling down or being more attentive to the realities of uh, what God has built into nature, not meaning just simply trees and that sort of thing, but um, like families eating meals together, (laughs) if we're going to understand the Eucharistic banquet and feast that the Lord gives us. Um, And so, uh, yeah, we're striving to create activities that appeal particularly to men and their families Um, because in a lot of ways that seems to be the the bottleneck in order to reach families with the gospel is the degree to which the husband and father is sort of bought in or attentive to what the Lord is doing
0: so you were the coordinator for marriage activities in the diocese of Springfield and what led you to this adventure that you're doing now because that's it, that it, it makes sense to me but it is a different charism it is a different ministry.
1: Sure yeah for sure. Um, yeah I would say after 11 and a half years really uh, time and time again coming up against this dynamic of uh, we can offer retreats and, and the things that are good and, and solid and important and definitely have a place. Uh, but the limiting factor or, like, the missing common denominator was the active participation of men, specifically actively parenting fathers and husbands. Uh, so we're, we're really – that's what Mercy Tree Adventures is, is really striving to do is, is earn the attention and respect and trust of actively parenting dads uh, so that they can lead their families uh, – closer to the Lord
0: so how do you how does one find out about mercy tree
1: yeah we'd be honored uh, for them to go to the website which is mercy org and they can send a message there or there's a phone number mm-hmm. and it'd be honored it'd be an honor to connect with anybody and tell
0: us how you work uh so if i wanted to be a participant in mercy tree i sign up and what happens after that
1: yeah well we'll uh, listen first to uh, see what the goals of maybe your knights of columbus council or your parish school or um, a private school or a parish or a retreat center (laughs) wherever you might be calling from uh, we'll listen to your goals and hopes uh, for uh, partnering with us and and really we'll custom make something that hopefully will achieve those goals and collaborate with you. And we're not looking to be like a flash in the pan or uh, we certainly don't conceive of ourselves as a silver bullet. We're really looking forward to partnering with uh, really kind of a small number of locations and really going deep with them and being like this ready-made um, uh, multiplier effect for them and their staff, their volunteers, um, to be uh, like a disproportionate um, investment for them to mm-hmm. really leverage the force, uh, the resources that they have uh, to produce abundant fruit for the people.
0: So what does one do? What are the activities that they engage in at Mercy Tree?
1: Uh, yeah. Well, here again, uh, we really pride ourselves in um, thinking outside the box and, and developing uh, whatever might be needed at a particular community, but some of the things that we have done in the past, uh, in addition to our bread and butter of recreational tree climbing, which is uh, using the same gear that arborists do to safely climb uh, inspected trees. Uh, things like geocaching, which is using GPS coordinates to find hidden things out in the world, uh, sort of like a scavenger or a progressive scavenger hunt. Uh, we do go kart racing, um, uh, jet ski. <laughs> uh, Travels uh, combined with geocaching, combined with tree climbing, so uh, all sorts of things. If, if there, where there's a will, there's a way. figure.
0: So, do you go to uh, a group, or does they, or do they come to you, or both? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, uh, here again, we think uh, it's really important that um, places that we're partnering with uh, can offer something to their. People that is local, affordable, and quote-unquote brief. <laughs> so mm-hmm. a lot of times, um, and there's certainly a place for it, uh, you know, a weekend away or um, something like that. Uh, but the, what we're striving to offer is something close geographically to where people are, uh, like an afternoon or a day. Got it. And uh, And affordable for families that are... Particularly in today's economy, um, really trying to make ends meet. So, tell us a
0: little bit about yourself. We got to take a break, but I want to hear this, and sure. then we're going to jump to something after the break. So, tell us about yourself. While you were working at the diocese, you have a background in in arbor is Arbor arborist? Are you an arborist? Is that how you pronounce it? You you have a background uh, in this area as well.
1: Yeah, um, my undergraduate degree is in forest science uh, from the University of Wisconsin Madison. And I worked for the Forest Service as a wildland firefighter for a season and a bit out in Oregon State. It was amazing. Uh, prior to that, I was in the United States Army. This was before September 11th. And then after being in the Forest Service, I was an arborist in California and Wisconsin. Um and then I went to grad school and got my degree in theology and worked for the diocese for 11 and a mm-hmm. half years. And so now it feels very much like a um, like culmination or the integration of all these different parts of my life uh, now with Mercy Tree Adventures. And my wife is the co-founder, Elena. She, There's no way Mercy Tree Adventures would, <laughs> would exist without her for lots of different reasons. But um, um, I'm so excited to be ministering with her in a more direct way and our kids as well.
0: So Carlos, you said that I think if I heard you correctly, you said that one of the problems today is the lack of um, participation from males in the family structure. Yeah. Is that what is that is that true? Is that what you're finding? And do you think this is one of the things that is lacking in society?
1: Uh, yeah, I think it's um, it's like a lot of things. I think uh, we you know, there's a danger of oversimplifying yeah, or sure. painting in too much of a caricature kind of way the complex dynamics. But yes, I would say a father actively leading the charge and saying, "Honey, like this is the." the mass we're going to go to or this is how we're going to make sure Johnny and Susie are ready for first communion or confirmation that's a pretty rare thing uh i think in a lot of a lot of homes the the fathers concerned with providing and that can be all consuming uh you know providing um you know physical provision you know shelter food yeah. uh, insurance <laughs> those kinds of mm-hmm. things and yeah. There really just isn't a lot left uh, for his bandwidth at the end of the day. and uh, So it's understandable, but um, it's definitely not what the wife is longing for, and it's definitely not what the children really are longing for or need either. Mm. Uh, so we we really want to equip the, the dads to, to have a different paradigm in, in their daily life.
0: I think what you're trying to do is make family stronger, in essence. Um, it sounds to me like you're yeah. probably starting, yeah. in most cases, from an engaged family, uh, whereas um, I, I think one of the bigger problems we have is that there is no family. Um, what mm. what actually called us, what made us look for you, um, the segment we were going to do here, is to talk a little bit about the legislation that's pending in, in Congress. About the uh, respect, I think they call it Respect for Marriage Act, and in essence, what they want to do is is to codify uh, same gender marriages uh, as the Obergefell decision had done, and then um, because I we knew you were so involved with uh, family and marriage life in the diocese, we thought you would be a good person to talk to about that legislation. Um, and it, it, I know that's what you were involved with in the past, but it seems like now you're trying to do sort of more direct ministry to people to to bolster fam, family life, in essence.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, I I think the—yeah, um, it's sort of like heading upstream, in a sense. Uh, um, depends on how you slice it, but— uh, yeah, the hope is, you know, that whatever comes down the pipeline and whatever culture <laughs> transpires over time, uh, a man that's in intimate relationship with Jesus and the sacraments and the Church will be able to not just lead his family, but his community and and our culture, our state, mm-hmm. uh, in the direction that it needs to go uh, with whatever confusion might be arising in, in the
0: culture? Uh, there's a lot of confusion. Um, and, <laughs> and, and what I would like to do is, uh, while I have you on, and if you want to make a comment about this, you're more than welcome to do, but uh, I did want to call attention to uh, the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops has asked us to uh, do what we can, and we've sent out some action alerts about legislation that's pending in Congress um, that would codify, in essence, the uh, Supreme Court decision that came down a couple of years ago in terms of what it's called Obergefell, which makes same-gender marriages the equivalent of, of what we've had with traditional marriage for years. Um, that legislation has some, some problems that the church is trying to uh, uh, communicate to lawmakers throughout the United States, and um, we're concerned that uh, it already has passed the House. And now it's waiting for action in the Senate. And I'm told that uh, the majority leader, Chuck Schumer from New York, has scheduled that for a vote, uh, I think maybe in September, after they come back from their recess, if they ever get on recess. Um, I'm not sure if you're following that legislation at all, if you have a comment about it, or if you want to say anything about it, or um, if you feel comfortable talking about that.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm afraid I have not uh, not been following it Um
0: yeah, so um if we could then um the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops has uh, an action alert that they've put out, and they're asking for phone calls to get in. Uh, to it, this is now um, past the House, and now it's going to be in the Senate, and so we're asking people if they could call uh, Senator Duckworth um, or Senator Durbin, and recognizing that it's going to be difficult, but I still think they want to try to get us uh, uh, people on record to communicate to them that there are enough people concerned about this legislation that's pending to Congress. We're trying to get that up on the screen right now. We not be able to do. It'll do so okay. in, in, in the short minutes we have left. Um, anything else, Carlos? So uh, it seems like it's going pretty well. Uh, how long have you been at this?
1: Yeah, so uh, my last day at the Pastoral Center was the end of March, so okay. um, it's been
0: since April. Good. And uh, so you're getting enough clients and uh, people uh, trying to get you to climb trees for them?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's ramping up. Um We've been to Michigan, Kansas. Uh, we'll be going to Wisconsin. Uh, we're going to California, so maybe Hawaii.
0: So terrific, oh, like, well, good, yeah. good. Well, God bless you and your work, and uh, hope you're successful in um, what you're setting out to do. It's a it's a different type of ministry, but uh, uh, definitely one that's definitely needed. Carlos, thanks for taking some time to join us.
1: Thank you so much, Bob. Great. It's good
0: you. good to talk to you again. This is Bob Gilligan right. of the Catholic Conference of Illinois. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Uh, coming back up uh, at uh, 1140 will be Patrick Cachione. He's going to talk to us about some uh, regulations pending for the Biden administration uh, that the Illinois Catholic Healthcare Association is very much concerned with. This is Bob Gilligan of the Catholic Conference. Don't go away. We'll be right back.